Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer questions that you are too afraid to ask. Right? I feel like that was wrong. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. Uh, maybe? I just said we answer questions that you're too afraid oh, to ask. We answer questions. Question. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where we answer questions. Yeah. I'm just going to start like trimming a little <laughs> yeah. down until you don't even questions. notice. <laughs> and then it's just going to be the podcast. Yeah. That... <laughs> I probably wouldn't notice. Actually, I did notice this slight change, so I'd probably. Do you want to know something? That. I noticed it. Notice. <laughs> Is it something about my face? No. Oh, because you definitely stared intently at my face when you said that. Well, there's some intensity behind this because it's upset me actually. Okay, something I did. No. Oh. Today I looked at um, Apple Podcast. Uh huh. Where you can find I can explain. True. I looked at the reviews. Okay. And it's been dry out there for the last few months. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. been really dry. Really dry. Not a lot of reviews flowing in. It upset me. Because I was, you know, going for a little ego boost. Okay. okay? Yeah, didn't get that. I was reading past my reviews, and it was saying, like, a year ago this comment was left. And I was like, well... Where the fuck has everyone been for a year? I think we sucked everybody dry of reviews. I, I, leave another one. <laughs> Get a different I account. I don't think you can. Oh, different account. Now we're talking. When there, when you care, there's a way. That's true. Is what I'm yeah. trying to get yeah. at here. Okay. So, listeners out there, please leave us five stars. And while you're there, please write us a little note. I need it. I need yeah. it in my life. I appreciate everyone who already has, but it's not good enough. Do it again on a different account. On a different account. Yeah. Different account. <laughs> Got a fucking email that you used for Neopets in the 90s? Fire that fucker up. Let's do this. Absolutely. And this week's topic <laughs> is... <laughs> um, uh, I, embarrassing. We're embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Uh, yeah. Embarrassing stories. We shouldn't have a podcast because we're embarrassing lots of working titles we like embarrassing ourselves yeah what's that when you like being like shamed in sex oh like i was like autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> or whatever it is uh i don't i don't know the name the of kink that. where you like to be like um belittled yeah belittled yeah that's what we're looking do you have for, that no is that why you're in this podcast <laughs> Did you just leave this fucker so horny? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. I love when Sean tells me how awful old I, I am. am. <laughs> I went for old, you went for awful. But. Oh my god, one of the reviews said, Yeah. I've been listening for six months. Okay. And I finally found out that Bree's not 45. And oh. I was triggered. Let me tell you. I'm like, the fact that there are people out there listening that don't know that I'm 29 and think I'm 45 because of you, I'm suing. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you some facts here. I'm going to say not a lot of people listen that don't follow you on Instagram. <laughs> so the fact that they're seeing you on Instagram and still not knowing that you're not 45... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the shame. I'm not saying it's time for Botox, but it's not not time for Botox. I guess this is the time to use this to shamelessly plug myself. Please yes. follow me at Brian Williamson. Yes. Um, I have an apology as well to make. Oh, yeah, you oh, have been fuck. getting sewer. I... Honestly, you know how sometimes on this podcast we've talked about, like, how I haven't had, like, a big scandal yet? Like, this a is big it. cancellation? Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Honestly. So I have to apologize to 
everyone out there because during the conspiracy I don't know if everyone out there is accurate. (laughs) Every single person cares dearly about this. She's going to apologize to the Forrest Gump stands. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. I, I need to I need to rewind a bit, okay? For background for the conspiracy people that didn't listen to conspiracy theory episode. First of all, fake fans, probably the same people that didn't leave a review. Probably rude. Um, but because I'm a nice person, I will tell you that one of the conspiracy theories we talked about when we were talking about the Mandela effect was that Forrest Gump never actually says life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Okay. Of course, the DMs at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram were flooded. People they were, were blowing up. Oh, people were choked. I, I just realized I don't know that, if choked accurately uh, depicts what was going on. I just realized before I explain and apologize, I need to thank Aiden, Emily, Kate, Olivia, Liz, and Serena because they're patrons and we really appreciate you. Yeah. And they definitely left a review. Yeah. Well, I'm not certain, but I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like... I would imagine. Since they're so supportive and generous, yes, they would have. And yes. thank you to all of our patrons. You can go to the link in bio at I Can Explain Podcast and buy merch and become a patron. It's really fun. Woo. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I literally thought I had to apologize at first, and then I realized something. Oh. I realized something. Oh, no. This is another Mandela effect. <laughs> Because it is switched back. It's switched back, Sean. Okay. It's come all the way so around. So you said, I might have to apologize. Just kidding. No. We got a glimpse into another fucking universe. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. I am so certain, so certain. Okay. From the bottom of my heart, I can picture the people that I've had the conversations with about this movie that he never actually says life is like a box of chocolate chocolates I remember feeling outraged by those people bringing that up and being like you must be wrong and looking it up myself and realizing that they were in fact right and he did not say it okay but my question is is it just the wording is it life was like a box of chocolates and not life is like a box of chocolates because that is a difference that actually is every single bit. I'm almost certain that he uh, <laughs> didn't really even say it at all. I'm going to say something bold. I don't even think that movie exists. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Forrest Gump? Because it's not real. <laughs> Tom Hanks, not a person. <laughs> not ringing any bells. Nothing. Absolutely. Run Forrest? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> so, um, was going to give an apology, yeah. and now I think I deserve an apology. <laughs> well, you probably apologize in another universe, so. Well, because the, what the universe has set me up for by believing the truth and then shifting and taking away this Mandela effect, which has in turn created a new Mandela effect, yes. is so inappropriate, so unsettling. They, yeah. Um, so anyone who slid into my DMs, you're welcome to re-slide in with an apology to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely think that it's the wording. I think it's literally just is and was. That's it. See, that must have been what it was. Because I was sure that I heard something along those lines. I, I haven't taken the time to Google. <laughs> Jesus since. Christ. I still have never seen this fucking movie. So I was just vibing <laughs> the whole time. And every message that came in, I was like, ha! This you means know. nothing to me. <laughs> but I do also hate Brie. <laughs> so you can I, I'm going to like that one. 
<laughs> my favorite is when I go to the podcast account and I can see which DMs you've already opened and liked that are like calling me old or, or saying like or I love when responding. Sean yeah. I love when Sean makes fun of Brie yeah. and you're just like oh my god same the best part about the podcast they can't tell who it's coming from and I'm like honestly Fuck you. I'm like we love that gotta keep it vague always a we <laughs> signed Sean and yeah. Brie we also think she's old <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so in all seriousness, public apology to all the Forrest Gump stands out there. And to Forrest Gump himself, honestly. Yeah, and to Tom Hanks and his family. Yeah. Except for Chet. Chet. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Chet. I'm not apologizing for Chet. I would, however, I do hate Chet, but I would be down to watch a remake of Forrest Gump starring Chet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could be very good content. Um, That's camp. Yeah, that is camp. <laughs> um, so yeah, embarrassing stories. I don't really know if this re- uh, classify uh, is classified as an embarrassing story, okay. but we were previously talking about our stripper stories. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I just want to throw it out there first. I love strippers. Yeah. This is yeah. in no way disparaging of... Strippers strippers. or sex workers. Mm -hmm. Strippers are a good time. Strippers are making that fucking money. They are. And I love them. Me too. But I have embarrassed myself (laughs) in the proximity of strippers before. When I say this is one of the funniest things you've ever told me, I'm not exactly. (laughs) I actually don't think it's that funny now. (laughs) It's so funny just because it's so you. Like, I can picture you, like, if I was to write a sitcom and you were a character, like, your character would be in this scenario. Right. Like, because it's just so, like, you're, I think it's, like, I, it all you're y'all are gonna hear the story in a second, but I think it comes down to like your fe- not fear is the wrong word, but like not wanting to look messy, like right. wanting to be put together. And there's so many times in the story that it goes awry because of like you wanting to like do the right thing or like not be like too like do you know what I mean? Right. That it just is so Sean. I just think, and here's the thing: this is even more build up towards my love of strippers. Okay. I thought that I wasn't being taken advantage of, and I think I was. I think they were just playing the long game. Oh, 100%. And that just made me respect her even more. Oh, yeah. Like the fact... Okay, so... Okay, wait, I gotta I gotta cut you off. Okay. And I gotta say that too. Yeah. Because I went one of my favorite things ever when one of the times I was in Vegas, um, and we went to a strip club, me and a few few friends. Um one of the girls was like, one of my friends that went was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. Like that stripper's like totally gay or whatever. And like, maybe she was, but her reasoning was like, she was like, yeah, she was telling me about how like she actually wanted to like party with me and like hook up with me so bad, but she couldn't cause she's like at work. And in my head I was like, oh, the. You're like what the, every stripper hook, says to every man. line and fucking sinker. Love it. Very different than your scenario, but I just think it's funny that people underestimate how good they are at the house. Absolutely. Hospital. And I think that's an ally because an ally yeah. really doesn't see us as any different. And no. I'm like, you should rob fucking every letter of the alphabet in LGBTQIA+. Every single one of those people, rob them. Absolutely. <laughs> so Equality. Ex- absolutely. <laughs> so I think it was like summer of, when did this little uh, uh, panorama start? 2020? Mm. So I think it was probably the summer of 2019. Yeah. And I went to a friend's birthday party. Yeah. And... 
this friend's birthday party was labeled as a barbecue. <laughs> a summer fun flirty barbecue. It always starts with a fucking it, barbecue. Honestly, or never trust white people when they ask you if you want to come to a, a barbecue. Like it's some fucked up shit's gonna happen. The worst food, too. The worst food. <laughs> no it was thing, not no great food. <laughs> so I went to this birthday in the summer thinking that I was l- no exaggeration. Yeah. Her apartment is like five blocks away from mine. Yeah. I thought I was going to go there for a fucking veggie dog. I thought I was going to gargle a veggie dog, <laughs> choke it back, have a few beers, walk home. Yeah. And I was going to like game. I think that was my actual plan. I think I was going home to game with one of my friends. Which is just even more comical when this goes. And I had, I guess I won't reveal that yet. Anyways, um, we'll get to that later. So the night goes on. Um, this particular friend definitely gets rowdy. So okay. I should have seen this coming. Yeah. The barbecue friend should not have fooled me. But I'm just clearly she too trusting. You, you which will come in later <laughs> that I am too trusting. So I go to this barbecue. We're getting fucking Liddy as a titty. Yeah. And eventually people start talking about how they're going to go out. And this had the strip club hadn't even been mentioned yeah. yet. People are just saying, oh, let's go out. Yeah. And I was there with my roommate and a few other, like, gays. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, let's go out, let's go out, let's go out. And so I'm like, okay, fine, like, let's go out. Yeah. So we all start going out. And one group uh, planned to go to, like, the bars and then a strip club. And then the gays were going to go to this queer event. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to go with the gays. So I get there, and it was really lame. And then I also started to feel, <laughs> this is the guilt that you were talking about, me yes. trying to be, do the better thing. I started, which is so stupid. Yeah. I started getting guilt that I wasn't with the birthday girl on her birthday barbecue night at the strip club. <laughs> I was like, this is her birthday, and, like, I'm just out at, like, a gay event. Like, yeah. I can be straight tonight. Yeah. I, you know? So I get a cab by myself, go to the strip club. (laughs) And by this time, I'm so drunk. Yeah. And since it was supposed to be a barbecue, (laughs) I'm wearing booty denim shorts, (laughs) tiny denim shorts, a striped Mickey Mouse shirt. It's literally like striped with Mickey Mouse on like the boob. And uh, a baseball hat and a backpack, like a little, I lit, I no exaggeration looked like a little boy, a, a child. <laughs> like I looked like I had just gotten oh, back from camp God. or I was going to camp. Oh my God. So I get to the strip club. We're having so many drinks. I eventually lose my friends. Mm-hmm. Can't find them. Mm-hmm. Very str- small strip club. Yeah. Couldn't see, I don't think. And so I'm at the bar getting another drink, and I start talking to the stripper, who's yeah. just, like, standing by the side. And we talked for probably 20 minutes, which is the long game. Yes. Oh, that is the long <laughs> the game. The long game. And then eventually, I was like, oh, I see my friends. I'm going to go. And my friend, or the, my friend, my friend, the stripper, <laughs> yeah. my new friend stripper, <laughs> goes, oh, do you want a lap dance? Yeah. And I, being a good Samaritan, yeah. I support local business. Yeah. I was like, why not? Like, and you're also like, I've at that point, like, I've taken so much of her time, and like, yeah. Honestly, yes. And we had, first of all, I looked like a little fag. I have very, like, very outwardly gay mannerisms. Yeah. We were literally talking about things that, like, there was no 
no question in my mind that she didn't know I was gay. Like, we were actually talking about, like, men and all these things, I think, couldn't really see, don't really know. Yeah. But, so, I'm like, why not? Like, honestly, I'm not disgusted by women. I think lap dances are fun. Let's do it. Yeah. So, we go up to the fucking back room, which is, like, up the sketchiest little stairwell as well. Like, I thought I was going into the attic. (laughs) And so she's, like, giving a lap dance, and then she just just goes, you can touch anywhere but my pussy. (laughs) And I'm like, my first response is, oh, I would never. (laughs) I would would, never. I was very sweet offer. I mean, I guess I wouldn't touch there, but, yeah, I would never. I would never, yeah. So that's happening. (laughs) I get the lap dance. Great lap dance. Very talented girl. Yeah. Genuinely unreal body. I was like, wow, I hate you. (laughs) Um, And then, so it ends. She's like, it's $60. (laughs) I... Had only a hundred dollar bill, and I was not going to ask a stripper for change because this that is, is like number three on the list of like would you, two would you, you, would you right ask thing. a stripper for no, change? It's just funny because I wouldn't because it's but it's just so funny. Like it's like first you go to the barbecue, you're like oh, okay, I got convinced to go out. Yeah. Then you're like oh, I feel guilty. I should be with the birthday girl, so you make that choice. Then you're like oh, I would take too much of the stripper's time, so I'll go into the lap dance room. Then it's like oh, I could never ask for change. Honestly, though, I was horrified at the thought of, and this is, I think this really outlines, like, how um, a person with anxiety, me, lives. That was my thought process through everything. I was like, well, I talked to her for a long time. She, you know, could have been doing something else. Like, I feel like it would be rude to say no to a lap dance. Like, oh, I can't ask for it. Anyways, so I give her 100, which, like, very well deserved, but I was just panicked about, like, Mm -hmm. asking for change. So then we go back... find my friends, keep hanging out. Then I go to another bar and I'm at this point so blackout (laughs) that I, I don't know what exactly happened. I think I was butt dialing people. Also found out later that I was butt dialing 911. No. Yeah. Um, so my phone dies somewhere in the process and then we, leave this club and my friends decide that they're going to go to an after hours club. And I'm like, no, I think I'm going to call it. So I try to call a cab or an Uber and my phone is dead. And instead of flagging a cab because I thought that that would be embarrassing because I was so drunk. I was like, oh, I don't want to get... This is my favorite part. (laughs) I was like, I'm so drunk that, like, I don't want to, like, flag down a cab. Like, I just feel really uncomfortable because I'm so drunk. And, like, the fact that I'm this drunk and having these thoughts. And, like, the fact that, like, that's what literally they're there for at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. Just to pick people up downtown and give them a safe ride home. And you're like, oh, I'm too drunk. It's going to be embarrassing if I get in a cab. For sure. So instead, I made the the pretty obvious that. second choice to walk home from downtown Vancouver. <laughs> Which, if you live in area, Sean lives in North Van. He walked home. It yeah. So I um, walked home. <laughs> no, don't brush it off like that. So yeah, walked, walked home. home. Oh my god, sorry, I totally forgot a, a part of this this thing. My phone didn't die. That's what happened. My phone was locked out for like eight hours oh, because this is a very shit. crucial part that comes yes. later in the story. Yes. My phone was locked out for like eight hours because I guess it was dialing nine one one. So <laughs> it was locked out for like eight hours or something ridiculous. So I couldn't use it for any useful purposes. Yeah. So I just decided to walk home. Oh so I walk home. God. The sun comes up while 
um, crossing Lionsgate Bridge. It was absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> I had one eye open. I was like, is that, am I, are those headbeats or the headlights or is that the sun? So I walk home, fall asleep. I literally slept for like 14 hours. And in this whole thing, I um, forgot that I had <laughs> made no. plans to hike the next morning with no. my friend. So she called. She thought I was dead. My parents called, thought I was dead. <laughs> Everybody thought I was dead. And then I eventually awoke at like, I think I probably got home at like 7 a.m. And I think I finally woke up at like 5 p.m. around there. And my oh, phone had finally no. unlocked. <laughs> the 14-hour sleep unlocked my phone. Um, and then I looked and yeah, I think I did 27,000 steps. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And that was the the crucial part that my phone was still calculating my steps and the distance that I took. And it literally was like, no activity, no activity, 12 steps, no activity, 12 <laughs> steps. And then it was like, four in the morning, big peak. 27,000. <laughs> 27, I think it took me three and a half hours to walk home. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And I... It's so far, Sean. barely walk. <laughs> yeah, like, you're just pinballing. Oh, I was fully pinballing. The only memories that I have from that walk home... So, um, the only memories I have from that walk home are uh, the sun coming up on Lionsgate Bridge... Um, and then I also walked by this uh, restaurant that sold milkshakes, and its <laughs> restaurant name was Muya. <laughs> And that made me so violently angry, <laughs> probably because I'm vegan, um, that that's the only memory that I have. Only two memories of that walk home. Three and a half hours, 27,000 steps And later. then the security cam footage of you breaking down the windows of Muya's. <laughs> <laughs> Just tearing the sign off the side of the building. So yeah, that's one of my more embarrassing stories. And the best part is that uh, along the way, mm -hmm. I was trying to make it less embarrassing for myself. Yeah, like the fact that you woke up with like all of your friends and family members thinking you were dead, like the anxiety that would induce in me and the reason for it happening is because... You were anxious is so wild to me. And let me tell you, you know what? A lot, not a ton of embarrassing actual things happen then. No. But when you wake up at 5 p.m. <laughs> and see that you've walked 27,000 steps and your mom calls you and is <laughs> concerned as to why you're dead and you have to tell her that you aren't dead, you actually just went to a strip club last night and then walked home, that is literally peak embarrassment. And every step I was trying to save myself embarrassment, but I just conjured up the most embarrassing thing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know why it's so funny to me. It just is. Yeah. I, like, that's literally... <laughs> I need to know how many steps, like, a fucking, like, half marathon is. Like... Uh, here's the thing. People... People, when people do 10,000 steps in a day, yeah. they're, like, happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did fucking three days of walking in, like, three and a half hours. <laughs> the way you put that. You're, like, happy. They're, like, happy. I did 27,000. Not happy. No uh, happy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny to me. So, yeah, that was one of my strip club experiences. Oh, my God. It was the first time I ever got a lap dance, though, so... Good for you. Yeah. Was it the first and the last or just the first? Um, 
Definitely not the last, but There's, you're open for I'm it. actually glad that uh, global pandemic shut down the strip club for like three <laughs> years because I think if I had gone back in that time, I would have the same thing would have happened to me. <laughs> you're just on a vicious cycle. Yeah, Groundhog strip. Day. <laughs> you're like, okay, if I go to the strip club, I have to be prepared for thirty thousand steps. Yeah, I'm gonna like, need just two phones <laughs> <laughs> and like a pair of runners. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's um, one of my most embarrassing stories. Strip clubs are wild. I Hey, Gabers. This episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader. But Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting... Finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch, and honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. Yeah. One of my favorite places, one of my favorite cities to go to is Portland. Not necessarily because it's my favorite city to travel to, but I think I've talked about before how like if I were to live anywhere else yeah, I could see myself living in Portland yeah. um, same with Zagreb Croatia if anyone's listening S- what what did you just Zagreb. say Oh, <laughs> I literally heard Zagreb <laughs> Zagreb <laughs> I mean I probably butchered it yeah. but it's Z ah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it wrong I think I know how it's spelled but I don't want to say it I don't okay. want to clog myself okay. um, it's very simply spelled one so of there's your only favorite so places. many ways <laughs> no I have it in my head but I'm very bad at spelling when okay. we talk about this yeah so um, but there's like a lot of places you like to go for fun but I just like feel like when I'm in Portland I'm just like I like it here. Like, yeah. I just feel like at home. Anyways, one of the things that Portland's known for besides coffee and donuts, well, there's a few other things. There's ghosts. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then there's also so many strip clubs. See, I didn't know that. And a lot of people don't. I, th- I don't know why it's like this, like, undercurrent of, like, things. Because everyone talks about the donuts. Everyone talks about the coffee. Right. Everyone Listen, talks about... we're talking about holes no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> donuts or strip clubs. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone talks about... Well, some people talk about, like, you know, the history of it being a port city and there's shit tons of ghosts. It's flooded and people go... <laughs> Sorry, you keep catching me off guard when I think we're going to talk about strippers. <laughs> and then you just switch to ghosts. <laughs> okay, so I did, a, I did a bunch of ghost tours while I was there. It was so fascinating. Okay. A very sad history but very fascinating of why there's so many fucking ghosts. You can't go there without getting haunted, okay? Bitch? Are you going to explain okay, why there's the so many strip clubs? I don't know the answer oh, okay. why there's so many strip clubs, but I'm going to talk about the fact that there are so many how and you, why I love it so much. How do you know about all the ghosts but not the strippers? Well, because I went on I went on ghost walking tours with a guided uh, tour. I didn't go on a guided fucking stripper <laughs> tour. Like, right. Okay. Noted. Noted. Although, talking about problematic things, when I went, like, Years and years ago, well, not that long ago, six years ago or whatever, to Europe, when I was in Amsterdam, uh, we did a guided walking tour around the city, 
And one of the things that we did was walk through the red light district. Yeah, that's bad. Because it's, and it's like, in hindsight, it's like, that's so bad. What the fuck were we doing? But like, I was young and dumb and it was just one of those things that like, you get there and you like pull out your fucking backpacker's little book and they're like, well, you're here, you should do a walking tour. And they take you to like all these different spots, you know, you... You go and see the fucking... You smoke seven joints in an hour. You smoke seven joints, yeah. Oh my God, I got fucking so stoned. That's that's my next short. That's the next short. That's my next. Oh, those are good too, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, we went on this walking tour. It's a guided, like, fucking tourism walking tour. Like, it's it's not like we just, like, found some random dude and he's like, let me show you the red light district. Like, this was, like, a planned activity that happened multiple hours of the day, multiple times a week. Um, and we walked through the red light district and I just remember immediately realizing that it was a terrible idea when we were in it because I walked through and they all just started by they, I mean, all the, um, sex workers started just shouting at us. Oh, good for them. Good for, oh, fucking good for them. (laughs) One of them said, if anyone pulls out a camera, I'm going to curb stomp you. And I was like, ma'am, we hear you loud and clear. (laughs) I am processing exactly (laughs) what you said to me. I can't get out of here fucking fast enough. They all seemed very like happy with what they were like doing. It's not like they were like, it's not like, I don't mean it like it was sad. It was sad for us. Like we were ashamed. Like, don't worry. Why are we walking through this alley right now? Anyways, so that's just a little uh, pro- problematic ant- anecdote. Yeah. An embarrassing one, if you will. Yeah. It is embarrassing to think that I did that, I did that as part of a tour. Anyways, so um, where was I? Strippers in Portland. Um, ghosts in ghosts, Portland, secondly. And there's also <laughs> yeah. strippers, yeah. So anyways, I love Portland. And the nightlife in Portland's awesome because I think it's it's my style of nightlife. I don't like the uns, 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 like, yeah. stuff. I'm not, like, a rave person. I'm not, like, one of those, like, like you know, that's not my vibe. Anyway. You, you want titties with a hint of paranormal. I like craft beer. Maybe there's a ghost in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. and there's a topless person in front of me. You're a you know? s- simple woman. A simple woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask for much. <laughs> it's not hard to make me have a good time, yeah. okay? So, um... In Portland, something special about it, because people that haven't been there don't understand this. It's not just, like, there's, like, a lot of strip clubs. Like, if you picture it in your city, how there's, like, here we maybe have, like, what, four, like, main strip clubs that you can think of. There's, like, Number 5, Penthouse, Brandy's, and the Granville Strip. Yeah. Um... And Which, I'm sorry, the Granville Strip is just such an iconic name. Great name. Hate Granville Street for anyone who's thinking of coming to Vancouver. Don't, don't bother. But... Great name. Great name. Just for anybody that isn't from Vancouver, it's a strip club on a street called Granville, and people call, call Granville the, the Granville Strip. strip. Because it's and then there's, like, it's the like Inception. Are. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's just really... marketing, too, when people Google Granville Strip, it comes up. It's like the opposite so of um, the, the Walt Disney Frozen thing. <laughs> yeah, they want that yeah, bitch they to want, be at the top yeah. of the searches. I love that. Book. Also, they have topless poker. Never been, but I think that's a oh. great little asset. You go, and they play topless poker like you're in a casino but you play cards oh I like, to, like that watching them dance why are we just, doing like, that more people. often I don't, I've never done it oh but this sounds like fun we've been playing poker so somebody's my girlfriend went to a, a bachelorette party where they went oh okay so that I heard about it anyways okay we're in Portland here okay so what I'm getting at is like 
it's not like if Vancouver all of a sudden opened another 20 strip clubs. Yeah. Because all those strip clubs, yes, they have different vibes. One has topless poker. One has Sean desperate for a cab outside. It's not like that. All of them have that, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it's all these strip clubs have very specific themes or niches. Okay. Okay, so, for example, you could go to one of the strip clubs and... All the girls are, like, fully tatted. Oh. And they're, like, rockers. They've got, like, piercings. They're tatted. They've got, like, black hair. They're playing, like, old school rock and roll. You know what kind of music you're going to get. Yeah. It's kind of like... You're going to get some fucking pour some sugar on me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And then you could go to another one where it's, like, very much, like, girl next door. You can go... They have fully queer strip clubs so you can go and every performer there is queer wait i love that Uh, yeah it's amazing and then they have um like some crazy ones where they'll like where it's like almost like trick performers so like they'll go and it's like they come out and it's like i can i can only describe it really as like the RuPaul's Drag Race finale of stripping. Like, there's always a reveal. Oh, okay. Okay? Yes. Like, they're, like, smashing beer cans with their, like, butt cheeks, or they're, like, they're, there's different vibes okay. going okay. on. But what I'm saying is there's, like, 20 of these, and they're all, like, you know what you're going to get when you walk in. Yeah. Right? And another thing that I find so fun about it is it's more there because it's there's so many of them and it's so common. It's more of like just like a bar vibe. Like it's not like, oh, we're going to the strip club. It's like we're going to one of the bars that's also a strip club. Right. It's like people just also go there and just dance and like walk around and grab a drink and stuff like that. Yeah. But they have a rule there that if you're sitting at one of the front seats around any of the where the strippers are performing, you have to pay per song. I love that. Which is so fucking smart. Yeah, we don't have that here. When I went to the strip club, for those of you who listened last week... (laughs) This is where this all came from. This fucking pissed me off. The amount of people that just sat there and didn't tip I what are you sitting there for? Remem- you paid your ten dollar entry at the door, and you think that's that's enough? Like, what do you, you think that's think fucking keeping is? these bitches employed? No, no, seriously, literally the only like, if you're sitting there in my mind, you should be throwing money down every song, or, absolutely, or else get your ass out of the seat and let someone sit down that's going to. The same night that my whole story happened, yeah. I was shocked at how many people were just letting in the sights. I don't understand that. Yeah. I are, are you kidding me? I would be such an angry stripper. I would just shout in people's faces. But people would probably pay you more for that too. Oh yeah, that 100%. would be your niche. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for the angry one. Is the yeah. angry one on tonight? <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So in in conclusion. Portland strip clubs. I thought this ended in something embarrassing. You just told that you just wanted to give. Are you being paid? Is this an ad read? Okay. Portland, the city of dreams, has something for everyone: uh, ghosts and strip clubs. Visit soon. I wish I could say I had more. I just thought it was interesting. That's, are you fucking kidding me? I thought this was leading up to a story. <laughs> Are you actually serious? <laughs> Another really fun thing to do is rent bikes and then just hop between them. No, we're not being. <laughs> Another one of my favorite things to do is visit portlandoregon.gov. <laughs> That's portlandoregon.gov. Slash, I can explain yeah. the podcast. No, I genuinely just thought that was possible. I literally <laughs> feel robbed. <laughs> 
I genuinely just thought that was fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I'm literally in my head like, should I make up an embarrassing story now? No. I can't. I don't go on. It was a fantastic time. <laughs> I don't believe that I embarrassed myself at all. And I went home. I had a great time. I'd love to go back. <laughs> I can't wait to go back, actually, but I can't. I don't want to go over the border right now. As soon as I can, though, buckle up. Genuinely shocked. That oh my you... god, I should do a meet and greet at a strip club in Portland. I'm... I can't. Okay. Tell me something embarrassing right now. Tell me who embarrassed yourself right now. Um, Top three embarrassing things that's ever happened to you. Okay. The only, a lot of things that I think of when I think of really embarrassing stuff is, like, when I get caught in, like, really simple lies. Oh. Because then I'm just more, like, so fucking embarrassed. That you're a bad liar. (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) No, so, like, this all kicked off when I was, like, I don't remember what I've told in this podcast anymore. Because I literally, every week is the stories of Brie embarrassing herself. True, yeah. So, like, I don't know what to pull from anymore. But one of my first ones was when... I was in uh, Brownies, which is like Girl Guides here uh, yeah. in Vancouver, yeah, right? Yeah. And they rented, they it used to take place in like a elementary school like gym. Yeah. Right? Um, and we'd have to get in a circle and everyone in a circle would like sing songs. We'd do like clappy things. Embarrassing. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was really <laughs> embarrassing. That's it. <laughs> so we're like, you know, doing sing songy things. We're clapping. And for those that live here or like are Canadian and our understanding of the age ranges, you know I wasn't very young. Because Sparks is like like little kids. Right. Sparks is like I think he started like four to like six or seven. So I don't know what age I was, but I was older than that is what I'm saying. Right. Like it wasn't like I was like a fucking toddler is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I'm in this little fucking circle, clap, clap, woo woo, we're the brownies, we love each other, yay, yay. Um and I was such a rule follower when I was a kid. Okay. And that's why I relate to your stripper story in a really weird way. But, like, I feel Sorry, like... Sorry, that's quite the connection. <laughs> I actually really relate to your stripper story. So when I was in brownies... <laughs> <laughs> no, because you want to do the right thing and then it makes it worse. Right. It makes it worse. So, like, we had been told, like, part of brownies was, like, looking back, which is really weird because it was, like, extracurricular and your parents paid for it, but they'd, like, teach you how to be good kids or whatever. Okay. And we have been told, like, you don't interrupt... And you, like, wait your turn to speak. Yeah. So it's kind of like, we didn't actually have a talking stick, but it was, like, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, and, like, everyone got a chance, and everyone, like, you don't interrupt other people when they're talking. So, like, there was this song where, like, in a row, everyone went around the circle and, like, said something that made them happy or whatever. And then we'd, like, ding, bang, bang. Okay. And then they'd say what made them happy, and then we'd respond, bang, 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 in a little song. Annoying okay. kid yeah. children saying. Super annoying. Also, so, they would have a fucking hernia if they listen to this <laughs> podcast with the don't talk over one another, don't, all that shit. <laughs> exactly. So, it's, like, going around the circle, right? And it's, like, on the other side of the circle yeah. to me. And this is, like, a big group of kids. It's not, like, six. It's, like, fucking 30 or some shit. Okay. And it's on the other side of the circle to me. And I had already, like, had to go to the bathroom for, like, I want to say, I want to say, like, the whole time, okay. okay? But every time, like, I was so afraid of authority figures, of interrupting them. And they, like, obviously, because they're dealing with kids, their stuff's fast-paced because, like, 
kids lose attention span quickly. So they're going from one activity to another. Yeah. And I'm like, I keep like wanting to ask to go to the washroom, but I like can't. For those that are in America, restroom is what I mean by washroom. Which, sorry, fuck. Fuck that off. makes no sense. Literally fuck Wha- off. You're not sleeping in there. Like, you're washing and you're shitting. <laughs> Exactly. Anyways. (laughs) So so it's going around the circle, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to pee so bad, but we're in the middle of this song. And when you're a kid, you think this is the most important, like, biggest deal ever, right? The song or the pee? The song. (laughs) And, like, the, like, like, now, obviously, I'd be like, fuck this stupid song, I gotta go pee, right? So anyways, I'm standing in a circle, and, like, brownies wore these little, like, (laughs) brown, they're so ugly, little, like, sack dresses. Oh, yeah, I remember. So I just... Open my legs, standing, <laughs> and I just started peeing. <laughs> okay, by your reaction, I must have not told this story. There is no fucking way you've told this. So, I don't know if I've told this story before. Was it the time that I just full pissed myself in a song circle? So I just peed on the ground of the gym. Okay, so I'm peeing. The sound, and you know that feeling when you start being, you're like, yes, I just needed to be. But I'm also mortified that someone's going to notice it, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, my eyes are fucking darting around the circle, bitch. Like, has anyone noticed that I'm currently peeing? But are you, like, stressed about it? Yeah. But you're happy, too. I'm happy that okay. I finally peed. Because an hour of, like, when you're a kid of not being able to pee is, like, excruciating. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm going to die, but I don't know how to ask to be able to go to the bathroom. So I literally was, like, happy that I finally just peed because I was, like, about to cry. Like, I was about to burst into tears. Like, I had to pee so bad, but I was so embarrassed I, like, asked. I don't know how to ask, but this will solve it. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I do with you. I was like, I built this up too much for myself. I'm in it now. Right. So I'm peeing, right? <laughs> it gets worse. Just when you think it's over and gets I start shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think it's over, it gets worse. It gets so much worse. So I'm peeing. I'm peeing and I'm looking around the circle and I'm like, oh my God, please don't, no one notice me. Like, I'm so mortified right now, right? And I'm like looking around and everyone's paying attention to who's singing, right? So I'm like, or saying they're like happy thought or whatever the fuck it was. So I'm like, okay, thank God. Like, no one seems to be noticing. I don't know how, but no one noticed, okay? Like, I'm peeing on the ground. No, it gets way worse. No. It gets way worse. So, I'm peeing on the ground, okay? I've stopped peeing. The song finishes up, whatever. And then they were like, they, like I said, they just go game to game, okay? And they go, freeze tag! And that's when you, like, run and then they yell, freeze, right? Yeah. You, like, you're out if you, like, move. So I'm like, thank fuck, get me out of the scene of the crime. So I turn around, I fucking bolt. I'm out, I'm out. So we're running around the gymnasium, and I'm avoiding the area of the pee, okay? <laughs> little girl <laughs> A little girl runs. <laughs> fucking slips. <laughs> and hits the fucking deck, okay? Fucking deck, right? I'm literally like sweating. <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm like, whoa, what just happened? Like, geez. like at this point, I'm like, I gotta double down, right? So they're like, 
the leaders are like, did anyone spill? Because we like brought snacks and stuff. You're like, you could say that. <laughs> so I'm like, not a word. I'm just quiet. Right? Okay. Like, I'm like, not a chance. So anyways, like the girl gets up. She's covered in pee, right? Covered in pee. And they just, they just like clean it up and then they carry on. Like they just think it must be like water or like apple juice. Like I just say apple juice because it looks like pee, but it didn't. It just like on the floor just looked like translucent. Right. So they just thought like someone must have spilt their water or like something like that. So like to this day, I I was never found That out. girl is listening right now. <laughs> no, and anyone who was in brownies with me now knows. I mean, if you're the girl who fell in my pee, I'm sorry. You should sue. If you're if you're listening and you're that girl, you should definitely sue. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say that was fairly embarrassing. I'd say. I'm actually in shock. I was literally, I remember being horrified too the next week. Thinking like, because I got so paranoid that they were gonna like, w- there weren't cameras. They're in the gonna gym. do like a DNA test. But I thought test. they were gonna like, no, I literally in my head, like my head was spinning right. I was like, oh, bitch, they're gonna find me out. They're gonna find my fi- my fucking pee prints on my whatever, like my shoes. Like they're gonna find out it's me. They're gonna find out it's pee. <laughs> like one of those blue lights in CSI. They follow your pee pee footsteps back to your house. <laughs> like I was paranoid, right? I thought I was gonna walk in and they were gonna be like, Bree, we have to talk to you about like peeing on the ground. I never got. Find it, found out, but I was paranoid about it for the rest of the year. I'm just, I, I'm genuinely in shock yeah. that you went from leading me on to this fucking Portland yeah. nonsense nothing yeah. to being a child and peeing on the floor out in the open in a singing circle and then having another girl slip in your mystery pee yeah. like it was a fucking banana in Mario Kart. Also, like, I was, like, I would say closer to a preteen than I was a toddler. You were 15. (laughs) (laughs) Brie. This was right before high school graduation, yes. So, yeah, that's that was pretty embarrassing. The best part is, like, it wasn't embarrassing because nobody knew, but it's... Yeah, it just was, though. Like, it was just mortifying what was happening. I was just horrified by it. I, I... I'm almost speechless, which is quite shocking. I also, like, had a really bad bladder when I was a kid. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I just, like, I, I got in a lot of uh, situations where I was, like, close to peeing my pants. As, uh, is this the only... Uh, I, I, can't think, I can't think of any time other than that, like, I publicly peed my pants. But, like, I would be, like, I'd always have to pee. I... Like, I, I had, like, an underdeveloped bladder. I'm, like, I'm, I'm speechless. It's wild out there, I tell you. And so much, it came back around for me, actually, because when I was uh, older, when I was, like, yeah. 14 or something, I used to teach, like, three- or four-year-olds, so much younger than I was. Okay. But I used to teach, like, three- or four-year-olds uh, dance. Like, at that point, you're are you really teaching them dance? They, like, run around the room, and they, you get them to point their toes and pretend they're butterflies, whatever. They're having a fucking time. And... Um, <clears throat> One of the kids, I looked over, like, your entire job, really, is, like, it's, yes. like, you're being a, like, minimum wage babysitter for, for 14 sure. children, You're right? supposed to stop kids from slipping another pee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm looking around, trying to keep track of it, and I look over in the corner, and one of the kids has just pulled down their pants and is taking a shit on the <laughs> in the corner. 
And I just thought in my head, yeah. That's I'm not paying enough. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I deserved that one. Like, I, you know, it all came back to me. But I remember, I remember the oh, embarrassment. So in. all I did was there was, like, multiple dance studios. So, yeah. like, I, like, collected everyone because you're supposed to pretend you're, like, a, like, a ballerina, like, a fancy one. So you're, like, I was, like, the, like, mom fairy. And they were, like, the baby fairies, right? Like, we'd, like, play the different games. So I'd be, like, come on. And I, like, ushered them out. I'm, like, we're going to go show the other class, like, what you learned today so that no one and saw the other kid like that was good doing that because I was like I needed that I needed someone to cover up yeah <laughs> well um I needed an ally when I was a kid is what I'm trying to say I don't and know. I was that kid's ally you needed jail and you still do <laughs> <laughs> wow what a successful episode I I I cannot believe in a hundred and like fifty fucking episodes of that, this nonsense that's why I was sure I must have told it I feel like I tell all my like recent embarrassing stories, but like I got a, I got quite a, a lot of trauma that we got to work. Yeah, through. I yeah. don't know if that was trauma of your own. I think that may have inflicted yeah. trauma on some others. Yeah. I've got some apologies to make. Yeah, but they're Let's not. Let's start to with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review. Jesus, oh, please. I'm just exhausted, honestly. Um. Obviously, you're supposed to write about how amazing we are. Yeah. How much you love listening to the podcast, how we're hilarious, kind, humble. They're all of these things. Five stars Strong only. bladders. Yes. Bladder control. Absolutely. Oh, now we're going to have reviews about bladder control. It's going to happen. All the reviews are going to be like, I'm the girl that slipped in the pee. <laughs> One star. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I respect that from you. Yeah. If you're listening, I respect it. Otherwise, five stars and five stars only. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Personally, at Shonda Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gamerhood. I, I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs>